welcome to Financial Cash Talks podcast, where we're all about businesses building communities. Hey everyone, and welcome to another podcast. So today I am feeling empowered and I found my voice. (laughs) Empowered because I have just completed a six-week program and this is how it has made me feel. It was actually called Empowered and yeah, definitely, I'm ready to go. Found my voice, well actually that was one of my goals for this year. It was to find my voice and what does that mean? It means I wanted to be clear in what I wanted to say and I wanted to say it. And also, as a result of doing this six-week programme, I feel that I definitely have something to say, and I am confident to say it also. So, let me tell you what's been going on. So, I want to use my voice. Most of you know what I'm passionate about. This is what the podcast is about. And Let me be honest, I've been trying to decide whether to continue doing the podcast or not. I mean, my main reason for doing the podcast over a year ago was because people would come up to me and ask me questions about different areas of finances, for example, pensions or life insurance or, you know, all different things. And I would have people that I could refer them to. So I thought, why don't I just do some podcasts? And that way I can just refer people to the podcast. A, that keeps them accountable. They do the work by listening. And then they can make contact with um, whoever it is that I have interviewed in the past. And then I thought, okay, I've done enough of that. And I do get good feedback. And this is what I spoke to you briefly the other, on my last podcast about the financial health community that I want to start. And the reason for that is because I want to know that people are actually doing the work, people are actually engaging, and people are actually winning. Yes, people tell me they are, but I want the evidence for myself. And I do know there's a lot of people that listen to my podcast and don't act on it. That's just nature. That's how we are. So let's talk about my money mindset and what stopped me from, in the past, I mean, I've been doing this thing for a while. My company has been going since 2013. But what stopped me from really using my voice how I wanted to use it, and it was my mindset. There's a lot of stuff that I've been told and that I've been fighting with. For example, I grew up in a traditional Pentecostal church, and I always heard, be content in whatever state you're in. And I took that, and whilst that's true, but the way I took it, so this is my experience, so I know this, well, some of what I say is going to be controversial for some of you, but that's fine. I know where I am, I know where I stand, and just hear me. I took that to mean, just be satisfied with whatever life throws at you. Whether you have or you don't have, there's always somebody worse than you. That's my, that was my interpretation. So I struggled with, with wanting more. Remain humble. Humility, we know, is something really good to have, a good personality trait. But again, I interpret it as as, as a bit like being content. Just be humble with what you've got. You don't need to show off. Why should you show off? And that also um, kept my voice quiet because I knew I had things to say. And I cared too much about what people would think about what I had to say. So and I, I mistook that for humi- humility. Then there is the whole... 
remain hum uh, sorry money is the root of all things evil that's a that's a familiar one a lot of people have grown up with that and yes we know it's the love of money and yeah there's a whole thing around all of that which I'm not going to go into right now but what I did realize as I've been doing the work and researching and delving is that some of the things that I heard was taught to keep my mind enslaved our mind enslaved as in black people um you know, like how the Bible was misused to enslave people. And I thought back to my ancestors, to my grandmother, my mother, and my grandmother would have heard certain things and would have it would have stopped her from progressing in ways, as well as the environment. I mean, look, I talked about it in one of my podcasts, having to go to the town centre to sell what you, you've planted and to stay up for 48 hours to sell is really, really difficult. She did the best what she could with what she knew. So this is not me condemning what they've heard, but what they were told did enslave their minds. So that was an issue. So there's that. Um, and even the pastors in the churches that I grew up, because they would have come from the same cultural background as myself, and they would have heard certain things and, and misquoted it. So I had to do all this research myself. And I made a decision that what I heard and how it was said and all the stuff that had gone on in my head, it's going to stop with me. So my sons have never heard me speak like that. They haven't heard me use those terms um, unless I'm explaining it in a wider context. I mean, they'll hear it now because obviously if they listen to my podcast, they might hear it. But basically, I'm changing the narrative, right? But the work had to start with me first. And this is the point I'm trying to make. Sometimes when we need to get to the next level or to whatever it is that we're trying to do and achieve, we have to actually do a lot of work and work on ourselves. And yes, definitely it starts with the mind, right? And whilst I'm doing some of this research, because um, this I was I was wanted to teach people how to get more money, okay, in a way that came that didn't come across as you know, money's the be all and end all, right? However, it is a tool and it is one that we do need. OK, but the how I was going to deliver the message was my struggle. I mean, I've been in so many different church environments from the one that I said when I was growing up to the ones that the whole prosperity gospel thing, you know, turn around seven times and it's going to be in the post or delivered on your door. And, and so I had all these different thoughts flashing around in my mind. Right. It's how was I going to get out of my head of what I'd heard and what I was actually feeling on the inside. And a couple of years ago, I spoke to another pastor, a teacher, a teaching pastor who um, he's very good with how he teaches and how he breaks down things. And he's not um, from my culture. He's a white guy. But I wanted his perspective on money because I've never really talked to somebody else like that about it. I only really talk to people within my own circle or from the same cultural background. And he said some things to me and I thought, mm, I hear it. And I thought, it's not really what I wanted to hear, though. And so I had to ask, is it not what I wanted to hear because it was truth and I didn't want to face that? Or is it not what I wanted to hear because it's not what I felt and it wasn't my truth? And then I realised the cultural differences with that. And if you haven't come from my background, you're not really going to be able to relate to what was told, how it was told, how I was raised and the financial difficulties that we face. For example, I've worked, I worked in the city for many, many years. 
And for the most part, in one particular job, I was the only person of colour. And just some little things that I started to notice. I worked in payroll. And all the people that started there, A, they started on a really decent wage <laughs> without experience. But not just that. They all had student loans, right? And I was privy to that. And I was like, okay, so they all went to university. And you listen to conversations and it's just the little things. And it's like, it's not a big deal for them. It's not a big deal for them to have the affordability to even go. And it's just the norm, right? Everything they, so it, I, it was really difficult because I was listening to their stories and I was talking and engaging, whatever. And then I'd go back to my own community because at the time I was also training to be a teacher and I was working at a, at a PRU. And it was so far-fetched from these people that I was teaching. And I was just, like, confused. I'm like, how, how, how can I bring them into this world? Or how can I... It's just really difficult. It was really difficult for me to go into that environment, and it was so different to mine. That's pretty much how I started my business, to be honest, because I decided I wanted to get my community skilled up in finances so they could have these options as well. Um, and just even down to where they lived, when we used to have conversations at work about where they lived, and most of them lived in affluent areas, and they made the decision whether to rent or buy, you know, they had the choice, it was like, mm, I don't want to buy yet, I, I'll just rent, um, or some of them, their family or their father had two homes, so they'd have one in the country and one in the city, and then maybe they would take, after uni, they would have taken over the, the property in the city, and I was just like, wow, <laughs> you know, it's just so easy. So if I'm to say my story or if I'm to say why money is important to me, they probably wouldn't understand because it's never been their thing. That's what I was learning. Me. So this is why it was really important for me to, at the beginning of the year, I said, right, I need to change things for myself. So this wasn't about anybody else. This was really just for myself. And I needed to change my mindset. And so I've been doing the deep dive work, you know, I've been doing stuff and to help me. But I also joined, um, yeah, I invested in myself. I paid and joined a community where those type of conversations, certain habits and the thought processes that they have around money are their norm. I needed to change my mindset. I needed to be around those that thought a certain way so that it could have that positive impact on me, right? This is what we need to do, right? So I remember also hearing a message at a funeral many, many years ago, and I think I've heard it again even more recently, and it really challenged me. It was like, so what will be that line that represents you, the dash? You know that dash in between your date of birth? So if you think of a headstone, so it has your the day you were born and the day that you transitioned, that dash, what does that actually mean? And what did you um, achieve and I thought to myself, yeah, I've really, the time is now, right? It's always now to start doing what you know you're supposed to do and whatever that mission is. So hence why I, me finding my voice is such a huge thing. So after getting into that environment and completing, I'm ready, guys. <laughs> I'm really ready to go. I'm ready to take all that I've learned. I'm ready to speak my voice, speak my message but more than that, I'm ready to help my community. I'm clear on what I want to do and I'm clear on how I want to do it. So I'm starting, I, I alluded to this in my last podcast, but I am definitely starting my financial health community. And I want you guys to get on board with this. It doesn't matter where you are on the scale. 
I want people to get on board. But what I'm doing is initially, because it's not going to start until July, is initially I have spaces for 10 people that I want to be founding members of my community. Why? Well, look, I already have ideas on how I want it to run. Um, I want it, I want there to be live events. I want there to be coaches. I want industry experts to be able to come in and give talks. There'll be courses already in there lined up. And I want it to be, it's going to be seven steps. So seven areas of finances that we collectively need to get to. One step at a time, though. I'm not into the overwhelm. I'm not into the promises. I'm not telling you you're going to earn six and seven figures. I want us to start with the basics. Once you get the basics and you get your mindset right, then you can go on and do all those other things. Yeah. And I, but what I also want is for people to help me tell me what is it that you really want to do or what are your barriers what is stopping you from taking the steps that you need to step take and I know what the answer is because this is what I do and people talk to me all the time and trust is a big thing right so with this community you're never going to have to say anything about your own personal finances unless you want to it's not where you're going to have to tell people how much you earn or do, do, do. you don't have to share anything the work is for you to do personally with people being able to help you to achieve the goals that you set yourself so that's what it's going to be be like but for these founders and I'm only looking for 10 people initially because I want us to grow this and do this together so I don't want it to be too big in July it will be open to everyone but this 10 people first of all and you're going to get a discounted rate for doing this for being part of it so whether you've got it all together or not it's for you right because there's like I said there's different steps and it's going to be 19 pounds that's the discounted rate just for the founding members and look that is less than what people pay on a takeaway in a week right <laughs> so if you're struggling cook instead and invest that money in yourself right something that's going to change your life forever and for the better the price will increase in July so none of this waiting around forever to make up your mind you're either in or you're out and I just only want to work with people who want to win who want to do the work so if you know that's not you maybe wait until next time but if you know this is you and it's something that's been bothering you and you really want to see a change you just don't know how or who or what then trust me you're going to want to join this community if you think I've got it all together and I'm already financially healthy and there's a lot of people that are like that then that's fine but look this is community so what I'm going to ask from you then is why don't you invest in somebody else sponsor someone pay that money for them a month it shouldn't break your bank right you're look at it like a charity okay you're paying towards a charity but you get to choose who you sponsor because that means you can also hold them accountable you can check in and make sure excuse me that you're putting their money to good use so I am also looking for sponsors also to sponsor other people one two three four five however many because we need to make a change and we need to see a change why why do we need to make a change and see a change because it will give you options right options to choose Remember the people I spoke about that I worked with, they had choice. They could make a decision whether they wanted to rent or buy. Some of us can't even choose where we live, which um, council property that we're forced to live in, for example, just because we don't know how to get out of that situation. Freedom, freedom, yeah? 
I mean, imagine your child or your student renting a property at uni away from home, okay, and they get into an altercation with somebody or they're just living with people they don't want to live with. Some people have to stick it out and stay there, whereas some people have the freedom to move, right? You can move and rent somebody, rent somewhere else. That's just a, a little minor example, but that covers a whole, that's a, I could do a whole podcast on that that right there but confidence is another one and I find that a lot of people from disadvantaged groups or backgrounds that I taught especially when I was working in a community centre their confidence was so low because they just really I mean life dealt them a bad blow and they have no one to help them through and they just think this is my lot this is all I, I have no choice I can't do anything I don't have no money to change my situation so your confidence is low because listen money is not everything right wealth is not just about money it's about your network as well right I'm able to tap into people because I've been in certain places I've networked in certain groups and when I've needed help I've been able to reach out with them so that is also that also makes me wealthy the people that I have access to but if you've got low confidence you're not going to feel like you can reach out to those people I mean I, I've worked with people I remember an, exa an example where parents were fighting the parent the dad was coming out of prison and he was fighting with the mother for the child benefit which is about what 80, 80 pounds I think it's about 80 pounds a month right and this is people's reality this is not made up right so fighting for the £80 per month to say that they wanted to claim it so they could get the flat. But when the they got the, the um, benefit, they weren't actually looking after the son. I was teaching this particular person, and they used to turn up really, really hungry. And one day they told me their story, and I was just like, wow. Um, <laughs> I was just like, wow. It was so far from what I had was experienced or what my son's even was experiencing and he's turned around to me this guy and he said you know what I really feel like I'm just going to go and rob someone because at least I'll go to prison and at least when I go to prison I'll get meals imagine that this is people's reality because they don't have money or their parents didn't have money and then they were using it as a tool for negative reasons as well and, and, and another one um, another guy and he he his confidence was so down he's he used to always walk around with his head low and again he wanted to do something negative because he was tired of hearing his mother cry and seeing holes through the walls of where they live this is right here in England right so I really want to get to people and help people and if not for you there's people out there that needs help life happens to people People get done a bad blow. I used to work with women that, um, you know, through domestic violence had to move to a totally different area and they had to leave their, you know, their three-bed house and with their children and their good job in the city to end up in one room with their children in a totally different area away from everybody. And that person came to one of my workshops. I was running a series of four workshops and just seeing the growth in her and just giving her hope 
So if you might not be able to do it, but you can sponsor somebody else to do it is what I'm trying to say. You can see it's something I'm really passionate about, okay? Because that's where it starts. We need options. We need choices. We need to stop depending on the government to pay for everything for us, to fund our youth clubs, to fund this, to fund that, to do that, to do that. It's the government's fault, blah, blah, blah. We need to help ourselves collectively. We can do it. That's what community, to me, is all about. So, guys, if you're interested in my financial health community, if you want to be a part of it, if not for yourself, but for somebody else, just to find out more information, it's not going to cost you anything at, at this point, okay? It will once you decide to join, and that will be an investment in yourself or somebody else, okay? Then what you can do is you can go to my Instagram because the bio is in my bio. The link is there to get more information and to sign up with your interest. Um, my Instagram is financial13. That's F-U-N, financial with a U, F-U-N-A-N-C-I-L 13. If you already follow me, it's just click on the link in my bio for financial health community. If you're not on social media, you can drop me an email. So send an email to admin, A-D-M-I-N, at financialtraining.com, F-U-N-A-N-C-I-A-L, training.com, or drop me a message, a text to 07835507793, and say, I'm interested, and all I'll do is send you the link, okay? So remember, 10 founding members is all I'm looking for initially, but it will be open to everyone to join from July. So guys, look, we can do this. Be the change that you want to see. Okay, so I'm going to leave it here. Now, my next podcast, because I'm back and I'm going to do these more regularly. I've done all the work I need to do on myself. And so I'm ready to give, give, give back. And my next podcast will be with a guest. So we'll get back to doing those and giving you some really good information. All right. So thank you for listening, everyone. Please share this also. If it's not for you, remember to share. You just don't know by sharing who you could be helping. All right. Thank you. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks for listening.